this episode of the Hello. After Show. Welcome to this episode of Podcasting with the Exercise Man. We are live. This is a special NPR recording. <laughs> this is Mr. Your Guest Host, ladies and gentlemen. Ha <laughs> And I am here with Daniel, Dan the Man. Hey. And Thomas. A.K.A. Tommy, don't call him Tommy, Tommy, <laughs> and Sam Ajama. Indeed. Yep. And uh, yeah, so we're, it is about 10 o'clock. We're all tired. No, just Tommy. We're here to beat the record of last time, which was 3 a.m. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we have children, and they get up at 8 a.m. whether we go to bed on time or not. I get really oh. emotional after about 1 a.m., so... About 1 a.m., mm-hmm. so all day. I'm sleep-deprived. What was the most um, embarrassing emotional thing you dealt with I don't know. after 1 a.m.? I know, all I know is when Sam gets really tired, she gets really, like, cranky, and oh then I gosh. get, like, really emotional, so I'm just like, oh, just give me a hug. Like, the, the flowers outside are so pretty. She's it's like, just... I will stab you. <laughs> wow, that sounds like us. Kind of, yeah. It's, yeah. it's not a good comment. If we're both tired, it's not a good comment. Tired yeah. and hungry. Tired and hungry if for us, too. If we're both hungry, it's bad news. If we're both tired. is a real deal yeah. with this guy. It is. Holy cow. We snap at each other. We, just, we get Yeah, but usually lately, we nowadays, we kind of catch it. Yeah, because now Halfway we know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Like, shut up. We need to eat. Don't say anything. Eat. We need to eat. That's just what we need to do. We <laughs> regret it. Let's just go to bed. That's yeah. truth. Truth. Anyway, so for this show, okay, so you guys are really intelligent people. Oh, don't laugh. <laughs> I just meant me. No. I think you're intelligent. Well, yeah, I just haven't read all these books, so we'll see. What no, I these aren't books. These are all the, okay. So I have all this this list of facts I know. I have no book facts. So <laughs> no, okay. these are all facts I've learned yeah. mainly from um, Radio Lab and other podcasts that are really great. Um, so <laughs> I guess like every time we start a conversation when we come over for family dinner, just so everyone knows, um, we do it monthly at least, and. Uh, and I, we always start like, did you know, blah, blah, blah. And then it just leads to really crazy conversations. So that's what we're going to do. So Dan and I are prepared last minute. Five minutes preparation. Yeah, with all these facts that's that we know. We and I'm need. just pulling it out of my brain. This is the entire list. This is this is everything we know. Yeah. <laughs> this is all the things. All the things fit on like a, how big is this? Little, there you go. Little notepad. Halfway th- not even halfway through the notepad. Oh, shut up. Like I just wrote things five. down, guys. Calm down. Anyways, I know things. I'm cool. So the first thing I want to talk about is, did you know that the Earth is cubed? It's obviously an octagon. <laughs> it's obviously an octagon. Nathan. Shout out Nathan. Nathan. <laughs> Nathan. You better be Nathan. Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Thomas who thinks it's an octagon. And Nathan, who thinks it's cubed, well, we're very interested in hearing what everyone else in the family thinks. Pick what shape. shape? What are you gonna go with, Dan? Triangle, diamond, pyramid. No, I think, I think that we talked about it before, and we think it's spherical. Spherical. Call us crazy. That's Dang, not, that's not a real word. she is like big words there. Spherical. Well, clearly, I would do a dodecahedron. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Polyhecagondonian. I don't know. I think I made that up. It yep. just sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I just said. Let's go with that. We just live on one of God's D&D dice. Yep. That's we all we live on. Shoot. Or a 20-sided die. <laughs> Man, and he rolls. Yeah, he just rolls the dice. That's for Earth. everybody, though, or just yeah. for Earth? I mean, it's... I mean, Tsunami? Let's see. Saving throw. <laughs> for, all, for all we know, you know, we're, you know, our entire understanding of time is just like a blink of an eye in God's time, right? So you just... It's one dice roll. I mean, you do actually know that. <laughs> the whole so. entire existence of the planet Earth is one dice roll. You know, just... what if people are, like, making bets in heaven? Do you think they gamble? I think they do. No. Yeah, totally. No, think <laughs> about it. Like, they're, they're, they're just, looking down. You ever been to they're Las Vegas? They're playing with Earth? <laughs> no, no, they're just they're looking down, and they're, like, watching us. And like, oh, I bet I bet they do this. Like, I bet you 20 bucks this is what Dan's going to do next. They're like, oh, you're on. Just Earth in that room. I guess wheel. it wouldn't be 20 Spinning bucks, though. It It'd be like, I bet you 20 cloud jumps <laughs> like the currency of heaven is just they still have dollars like i really hope different. i have better things to do you point. die and you still have to go to like a desk job from nine to five oh, so you can like bring home the bacon suck. like 
<laughs> well, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. Something's got to be interesting in heaven, right? It can't all be I'm perfect. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. What... But that's an interesting thought. Should we talk about that or should we not? Should we, let's talk about that. Well, because I that? was thinking, because like, <laughs> good what makes uh-huh. life so interesting is that there's conflict and there's struggle. Will heaven be boring? Sam, what are your thoughts? Probably not. <laughs> I definitely don't think it will be boring. I think there will be a lot of work to do. And, I mean, it depends on what point of the journey you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. So, for background, you guys are coming from a very Mormon, um, is it theological? Also, this phrase. Mm-hmm. Religious background. Yeah. Yeah. Is it theology, though? Is that theology the is, okay. yeah, study yeah. religion. Yeah, so they're going from a Mormon background. For me and Dan, we're like, uh, yeah. Or pagan. <laughs> what do you think the goat god will do? We're we're more of a where we'll be resurrected as grasshoppers. That's our belief, huh? We're grasshopper people. What was that comedian who was like? <laughs> there was a comedian who was like, he's in a he's in a movie theater and he was talking about when I die, I'm gonna be reborn into this beautiful tree. And he's like, well, I hope you get cut down and printed into the Bible or something oh like that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I don't know. That just made me think. That about. was like a really good. That was good. Grasshopper like people. Yeah, we're grasshopper people. No, we're We don't have to be grasshopper people. No. Why not? I don't know. Do you want to be grasshopper people? Is it that bad? How do you know? To Being a grasshopper? Yeah. People? When it's infinitely shorter. Yeah, you mean you die and you come back as a grasshopper. Not in their perspective. And then you're Is that fed, what you want to believe? I guess we just decided just now. No, for all I know is that you go to heaven and it's like a really long road to get there and you have to walk the whole way and you get blisters on your feet and it sucked. And you get there and then it's fine and everyone has chocos and they're... Oh, everyone does have chocos. And like buns. That's that's heaven. Yeah, and like... They're sipping chai lattes and and just like, where the hell you been? Like, (laughs) you should have just taken an Uber, you dumbass. Like... Basically millennials, hippies and millennials. That's that's heaven. And what if it isn't? What if everyone's just super old and you're, you're just the one young person there? could suck or it, can, it can't be hipsters and millennials because they never shut up about anything so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if that was heaven we would have known about it now yeah that's true where you would have traveled it would have been a twitter account by now what it? heaven yeah like from heaven if it was hipsters and millennials oh my yeah. gosh yes yeah poor people like how everyone always is taking pictures of anyways i think i'm going on a different i think I, th- I really in 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 all honesty i really feel like it's just Whatever you perceive it to be is what it'll be. It's what heaven is. I thought about that. Maybe we're all just we're all just simulations. You think it's a what dreams may come kind of reality? Mm. Have you guys seen that movie? No. Mm-mm. It's a Robin Williams movie. It's great. Oh, I love that. It's about your heaven being basically like all the wonderful parts of your life. Just Aww. you create your own heaven, mm-hmm. just in the same way people will create their own hell. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's really. interesting. What if it's not though? What if it's just? It could be just like. It just, it just, there's nothing afterwards. What if that's a thing? No, I don't. And I guess there's no point. It doesn't matter anyway. Like you don't remember before, but you don't remember after. You just just die. Which doesn't make sense because you remember now. So where does that go? Maybe you're just ones and zeros. Maybe Maybe. we're on a snotty thirteen-year-old's computer. No way. And the reason we haven't destroyed ourselves is because he doesn't. His mom won't give him the credit card to buy the nuclear holocaust. Like we're in uh, like Sims DLC. And when that happens. Won't buy the DLC. You don't know. I do know. Statistically, it's missing knows things. Did you know? <laughs> it's more probabilistic that you're in a simulation than not, right? More probabilistic. What are the numbers, Tommy? Do the math right now. That's simple. So if you can create a simulation, Carry the one, and your simulations get to a point Carry where the they two. can create a simulation, right? Multiply by Then three. that means that in every one real existence, there's a bajillion, like an infinite number of simulation simulated experiences. So what statistically, what are the odds you're in the real existence? Point zero two percent. We're finding out as Thomas is actually an atheist. I'm not an atheist. I didn't say I was. I'm just saying, what if we're all in a digital simulation? It's it's took like a really interesting uh, turn. Alex and I talk about it all the time because I'm just like, yeah, what if we were just like, it's all just a digital simulation? Like, mm. But see, that that's the thing, though, because even if you're in a digital simulation, like God and religion and heaven, all of that could still be part of the simulation. So we're just going to pull, we're just going to wake up in these like gel filled pods. No, like we don't even have to metal. exist. We're just ones and zeros. Like, oh, yeah. you know. 
don't like that. Nessa doesn't like that at all. No, I'm sure For all we know, we're on like some political candidates like computer right now. They're trying to figure out like which way to get their candidate to win, and they're just like simulating oh, all possibilities. Oh my like, gosh! No, 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 no. You're just no. your ones and zeros. I don't want to be a one and zero. I don't think we are because it's a really bleak existence. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty rough. I don't actually, I don't actually believe that we are, but oh, thanks for it's, clarifying. It's an interesting thought. Interesting. That's another. That's all. So this is what happens when we talk about space junk. Oh gosh, did you know? What was I going to say about space junk? But there's a ton. Yeah, I had written space junk, (laughs) but there's a ton of space junk out there. Did you know that all just floating in our atmosphere? Yeah, and that they have. Yeah, and they have people that actually see. They're both nodding. See, this is going to be hard. I'm going to stump them, you guys. They already knew this, but they have people that track the space junk that just falls from the sky Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm Because old satellites, I mean, we've been sending satellites and things up into the air and, like... Yeah. Especially during, like, the very beginning when Russia first sent their satellites, and then it was a race to send the satellites up into space. And they're just space. junk. They're, like, legit junk. Yeah, they just die, and then nobody mm-hmm. goes and collects them. They just float around and burn up in the atmosphere. But there's a there's a crap ton. Oh, no, there's mm-hmm. so much. There's, yeah, like, so much it's traffic. It's pretty ridiculous. That's why whenever yeah. you look at, like, the future, like, uh, sci-fi videos or shows or whatever, mm-hmm. like, a lot of times dystopian futures will show, like, the Earth completely surrounded by space All junk. All the junk, yeah. No, people have to, like, they have to navigate through that, too, when they go out into space oh, yeah. and everything. But I think, you know, speaking of movies, like, they never show that in the movies, yeah. right? Well, because I, I think like it's... some do, don't they? I don't know. I feel like once though. you get to a certain point, it's not like you can see rings of garbage around the Earth. Like, it's there, but it's mm-hmm. not... Like, if you were out in space looking at the Earth, you wouldn't see it like, mm-hmm. with the naked eye. It's more like it's spread out and it orbits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it definitely is... Well, I mean, we we still... I don't, We don't do a, that many shuttle launches of people into space, I don't think. But, well, we have the International yeah, Space Station. International space yeah. station. We have to supply them. Yeah, so would it be worth it to send somebody out to clean up that stuff? I don't know. I don't know we have the technology. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> what are you? I'm a NASA janitor. Yeah. Like, I'm a space janitor. <laughs> you're going to go float, you know? Like, you're going to be a janitor. Like, why not? That would be such crappy work. Though. That would be think, the worst job. I think in the grand the scheme worst. of things that we need to clean up, there are things that are higher priority at this point in time. Well, I mean, yeah. think about space it. Like, that's the space junk is it? traveling at, like, hundreds of miles per hour, right? Well, you could... I'm sure that they could figure out some way to rig up, like, a net. <laughs> I am 100% sure. A, no, it would be stationary, fishing. right? Or not stationary, but... What would we attach it to? To a... What are you talking about what you would attach it to? I'm not just saying you should launch a net out in space. I'm saying you have two, like, posts... And you set it in orbit, and then you have a net in between those posts, and they they catch, catch all the, the things. Catch all the things, huh? Yeah. yeah. Not all of them, but you, know, you have to do thinking... it orbit at, in, an orbit at a time, right? Because you've got a spherical Earth. Yes, the Earth is spherical for those Yeah, but the Earth is spinning, <laughs> and the Earth is also rotating around the sun uh-huh. at an imperfect, like, <laughs> actual, like... The Earth doesn't follow a perfect rotation. rotation I'm not saying it does, but if it's in the gravity of the Earth, like if it's following the same trails of the other space junk. Well, yeah, it's I enough guess. that they can predict it. Yeah. So yeah. they can like, okay, you got to fly through uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No. But is it worth it? Like, would that, would that I help us? I think it might get it. to a point where it would be worth Maybe it. Maybe eventually, yeah. But I think right now there's like Depending on whole oceans junk. of garbage we need oh, to take yeah. care of first. The so. floating, uh, the floating. The floating island. Isn't that going to crash into California or something? Isn't there something like that? I hope it does. There's a giant, <laughs> isn't it just made out of fat? It's just like plastic. Or is it just, there's garbage. an island of like, garbage, right? It's plastic, yeah. It's in between Japan and Hawaii. Oh, that stuff makes me cry, you guys. So much. Is it like the size of Texas or something? Yeah, it's, it's huge. something insane. Huge. No, there was so much that people know, like they sent Texas, someone out there and someone was standing so on top of it. Like yeah, it's, it's a, like a it's huge like an mass. island. Yeah, plastic. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So anyway, we need to figure out how wow. to deal with our own garbage first right. before we Just send it in space. Well, and what's frustrating is that you know I don't know like America like we're not even at fault for most of that garbage. Yeah. Like the Asian and the third world countries like across the world are. They put out so much junk, and it's so frustrating to me. Yeah. I don't know, but we can't control that, you know? Have you seen the trash tag on Reddit? Uh, I don't have Reddit. Mm-hmm. Somebody started a trend called trash tag. It basically, like, paid some people in third world countries to, like, uh-huh. spend a day picking, and paid, like, everybody who did it $5 to pick up trash, and 
became this whole thing. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. Now they're, like, cleaning up all over the world. About damn time. Gosh. So, I mean, it's imperceptible the amount of good they're doing, but it's a yeah. start. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I definitely think... So, if you go to any, almost any other country, a lot... Most countries, I guess, first world countries, a lot of first world countries have really strict recycling laws, mm-hmm. like Japan and Germany and... The Nordic countries, like all of them, have really stringent recycling oh, really? laws. Mm-hmm. And um, like in Japan, it's crazy. Like everything is sorted by type, and you can only put plastic bottle. Like you have to take all the labels off of everything and tie your cardboard up into a nice package and make sure that if there's any plastic labels on anything, it goes in the plastic recycling. But it's crazy. But honestly, it's something that in the U.S. we need to be a lot better Where is about. That? Yeah. In Japan. 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 There's like Aww. Finland too. They charge you. I don't know if it's Finland Canada, or Sweden. Canada charges. They'll charge you per trash bag, mm-hmm. but you can have as many recycling bags as you want. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. So like you're better off recycling because mm-hmm. otherwise you get charged for every trash bag they throw in the dumpster. Uh, versus. Well, it frustrates me because with the first place that we lived in, the first place we lived in when we got married we paid for our garbage service and we paid the extra money to get a recycling bin. Yeah. And we recycled so much stuff. And then here in this apartment, they have no interest in getting us recycling bins. Oh, no. And it's not so, a priority. And it bothers me because there's, like, probably 90% of the trash we make could be recycled. Yeah. Oh, Dan, I have Dan. I mean, he, he he's a saint and just takes all the recycling to his work. I just throw it in there. Yeah, because yeah. we, know. you know, we get stuff on Amazon, see, and all those boxes and all that stuff. Like, I want to recycle it, and there's no place for me to really do that. There's no like, because usually they have dumpsters around. You got to pay dumpsters. for them there's extra. Yeah. You, you guys have to, to do it individually. Uh, you have to call and then pay like that's extra. Ridiculous. And I could take it to places like they have these things called Recyclops, which is just for like cardboard. Uh huh. And then over, like, across town is a little place where you can recycle glass. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to say that I'm that dedicated, but I'm just not. No. It's <laughs> inconvenient and easy like, for people Well, to it would be very, very inconvenient. Like, I'd have to schedule extra trips, which, yes, I know, so first world problems that it's ridiculous. But <laughs> it's just one of those things that, truth. like, with three right? kids, like, having to take... <laughs> having to, like, package up all of my stuff and live... Because I, I can't let it just sit out in yeah. front of my house... So I'd have to keep it in my house until I had enough to go recycle. Anyway, it's just really inconvenient. So I'm looking forward to when I have a house. I'll definitely 100% pay. Well, then I also feel guilty every time we throw food away because that food decomposes and builds, like, gas in the bags. So my friend taught me a trick in Germany, and what she would do is if she would, any food waste she had, she would flush. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Down the toilet? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Because you think about it, that's, that's what good. you're doing anyway. Yeah, but that would be better. But I always, I don't know, I just want to get a compost pile in a garden so I can yeah. just let that rot. For sure, I want to do a compost pile. I would love to get one of those, like, solar mm-hmm. hot compost bins that you just rotate. Yeah. Like, you put all your yeah. kitchen scraps in. Do you guys plan on doing a garden? Oh, yeah, like for a, sure. Like, a, like, corn and stuff, uh-huh. yeah? Oh, like not that house. crazy, because like I don't think I'd have enough space. Like, tilling a big squared area. We're going to do I'm going to do raised, I'm going to do yeah. raised beds. I'm going to do raised yeah. beds. Actually, that, that side yard with the basketball stand would be a perfect place to do it. Hydroponics. Yeah. I guess it's the same thing. You have to build a little thing for it. Yeah, but once you've got it fenced in. Aqua and hydroponics is the same thing. No. Isn't it? No. Hydroponics is growing plants in water. And aqua... What is it called? Aqua farming is yeah. growing fish. Aquaponics is growing fish and plants. Oh, okay. So aquaponics so, so your dad, uses your the dad fish. Does aquaponics. Yeah, so aquaponics uses the fish waste mm-hmm. to fertilize the plants and then uses the oxygen and stuff the plants produce. But you got to say you got to say did you know? Cycle through. Did you know? What? Well, now you know, so now it'd be a dumb question. Well, yeah, just say it, and then did you know? Yeah, that stuff. That's the theme, Tommy. Did you know? Okay, cool. Did you know? Did you know? Speaking of, no, speaking of something else. So you were talking about poison control in the last podcast we did. So we did couples, just to remind everyone, listen to it. But poison control was actually started by a doctor, a single man. You knew that? Yeah. Son of a. Yeah, he just kind of started, he was a pharmacist. Yeah. He just started doing calls. Yeah, yeah, he just was like, there's a need for this. And so he started taking calls late into the night and uh, started poison control. Yeah. 
To be fair, you told me this. This is how I know. Oh, I feel like, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like we it. talked about this. Yeah, you talked about it. Oh, I Did told you know Neil deGrasse Tyson was almost a male stripper before he was an astrophysicist? Really? That's, I didn't know that. That's it, yeah. You win that one. Yep. Who was? Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson. He visited the club, watched the dancers perform to the song Great Balls of Fire, then left immediately and became a math tutor instead. Dang, okay, you need to cite the source that you're using right now. So Dan's reading the up internet. some... It's called theonion.com. Maybe. <laughs> it could very well be the case. Wait, you Snoops? don't know where it's from? No, I took a screenshot of it. Oh my gosh. All of my facts are from NPR, just so everyone knows. Ah, uh, NPR. Barely reputable source. Boo. Whatever. NPR is the best. I, I always think of... Man, every, every time I think of NPR, I think of the music, when they do the music bit. And there was a lady in Colorado Springs... Her name was Vicky. She never said her last name, but she had the smoothest radio. Like, hey, this is Vicky, and what you just heard was some Sound Tribe Sector Nine. You're all about Vicky. She was. Man, it's just like <laughs> I'd have a stressful day. Vicky would come on, and everything would just be relaxed. That's, that's just what NPR is. It's just like ear candy. Not in they, not in Utah. They're so chill. No, Utah sucks. Do you listen to NPR in Utah? No, I don't listen to NPR. Oh, at all. I don't like it. They're I don't talk anymore. about such boring stuff. <laughs> they do. I was just like, I don't care about this. Let's move on. Yeah. I don't know. That's how I feel about NPR in general. Shut up. You never listen to Radio Lab. That's why. I feel like you told us about unicorn hunting once. Did you ever tell us? Did you... No. All right. No. Dan's Lake Superior do... State no, you University. Say, did you know? Did you know <laughs> that go. Lake Superior State University in Michigan offers a unicorn hunting license? <laughs> Unsurprisingly, the chief herald of the unicorn hunters was once quoted saying, "The pursuit of u- of the unicorn is a lonely quest." We wish them nothing but good luck. Oh my gosh. If somebody shoots a unicorn, I'm going to be pissed because it's probably the only one. Yeah, the last unicorn. I doubt it. The last unicorn. You think there's there's no, there's what? more unicorn? Probably. I mean, Did you if know... there is one, there's probably more than one. That's generally how genetics and... No, freaking reindeer are extinct down in the lower 48 states. Did you know that? Did you know there are more tigers in Texas than in Africa? I didn't know that. Yeah. Why are there more tigers in Because Texas? Texans are crazy and keep them as pets. Yes! They have, like, private zoos. I didn't hear about yeah, that. There are more Texas, like, there are more tigers, like, in captivity in Texas by private individuals than oh there are gosh. in the wild. That's crazy. That kind of makes me mad. Did you hear? Oh, my gosh. What was it that I told you about? The guy, someone in Colorado, or someone in one of the states where weed is um, legal... Yeah. He uh, or she was smoking. She was so high. She went into a garage to smoke some weed, and she found a freaking lion. What was it? Yeah, it was a lion in a garage. A lion that in a cage like, in a garage. Was smuggling in there was gonna sell like on the the oh, black yeah, market. Oh yeah, was it an abandoned house? Is was that it? what it was? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It was an abandoned house. house, and she called it in, and then they did they she find just, the guy who was. She just doing went in to like know. smoke weed, and there was like yeah. this lion, and they like didn't and even recognize like, the fact that it was like, a lion. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what a good stoner though to like. They just like smoking dope, and they're like, oh. Oh, that would be so well, trippy. You'd crap, be like, is that a lion? I got. I'm gonna go. Smoking, yeah. Like, what is this? What is this cut with? That's so nice of her to like call it in though. She's like, yeah, I was just smoking dope. That's I mean, if it's legal, there's nothing to be ashamed of. I don't know if it was legal. I wonder, where was it at? It was something that was like, oh, that's cool that, you know, they called it in, even I though think it was illegal. Was it Texas? Is Probably. it legal in Texas? Because, no, no it's Flip. not. It's illegal in Texas. I could see it being illegal in Texas. But I think it's only legal in I think that's where that came from. Because I heard this story, and they were talking about how there are more tigers in captivity in Texas. Yeah. Because whoever I was listening to was like, what the freak? What's going on in Texas? Why do they just have, like... Tigers or lions That's in there. That's crazy. And they're like, oh yeah, there's more. Maybe it's lions, but there are more lions in captivity, and uh, it's probably a mixture of both, actually. Have you okay? Have you heard of the online joke about the Florida man? Florida yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Just put in like your birthday, and then it'll tell you like we yeah. did that the other day. Did Florida man and birthday? What did you guys? What did yours say? Uh, Do you remember? I'll pull it up. Yeah. What is what is it? You just, you type, just type in, in Florida. Florida man you birthday. Google Florida. Oh man. yeah, and every time you typed in something, it had some crazy thing yeah, going on. Yeah, Florida man. So I don't remember what mine was. I yours was like sad. Mine's, yours was like mine's great. I, I really oh wait, that. what was it? Oh, there it goes. Mine was Florida man spotted riding jet ski on Florida road. <laughs> Florida man high on Flaca has sex with tree and calls himself Thor. 
Are you serious? Oh yeah. my gosh. The man high in Flaka attacked an officer, proclaimed himself God, and had sexual relation with a tree, according to a report. Oh, that's going viral. See, like all the ones are like, what did a Florida man do on your birthday? Oh, what the? Florida, Florida. man drops stolen TV from getaway scooter. <laughs> Pretty, pretty well, Florida for, man tries to exchange marijuana for food at McDonald's. For my for my birthday, it says Florida man bites his brother's penis off after he walks in on his brother having sex with his cousin. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh! The after show, the rated R. Oh my gosh! That's crazy. Anyways, Florida is kind of like the armpit of. You have to put States. a parental. Yeah. No, Bakersfield is the armpit of the United States. Oh, no, Bakersfield is the armpit of California, but the state of Florida is the armpit of the United no. States. You no. hear? Okay, Tommy, come on. You're kidding yourself. It's crazy. Because he's never been to Florida. Like you I have been to you Florida. You hear most you about Florida? Florida, though. I hear stuff about Bakersfield from you. No, Florida no is else. filled with crazy people. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but Florida is actually kind of nice. Kind of. Bakersfield's for all terrible. the gators that you're gonna eat children eating. Yeah. Florida's filled with crazy Like people. at Disney World. Did you guys hear about that? Yeah. yeah. Gators like, like chomped a kid. Oh my gosh. I don't want to hear about that. Yeah, we lost a kid in the lagoon. See? He could have been eaten by a gator. <laughs> Utah gator. I'm going to put Utah you in psychotherapy gator. if you talk about that anymore. Did you know that they had raptors in Utah? They're called Utah raptors? Uh-huh. Yeah, see? I told you about that and you were like, that's bull. I didn't say bull. Yeah, I got excited. We were, we were driving you ever been to the- on the highway. I remember. The Bean, Bean Museum? Whatever. No, it's not the Bean Museum. It's the Natural Museum. Natural yeah. History? I mean, it's, well, it's just the BYU, like, Natural uh, History Museum. They have, like, dioramas of the Utah uh, Do you know they've changed their model of raptors and believe they had feathers now? Yeah, I do yeah. know that. Did you know that Alan Grant from Jurassic Park was the first one to say that? No. What? What? Have you never seen Jurassic Park? Yeah, like a thousand years ago. Yeah, watch it again. We'll watch it right now. Let's turn it on. It is surprising though that the, the the U, the Natural History Museum there, didn't uh-huh. have anything on the Utah Raptor. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. I was looking. I didn't see anything. I thought it. They did. We went know. to there. They do a the lot of museum innovation in City. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I still. Oh, that was the was most so disappointing moment of my life. We went to this dinosaur park in Canyon City, Colorado. We're super. I was super excited. Let me just say, I love dinosaurs. Yeah, it was literally two rooms. Like we went in, and I was like, "Oh, weird! They have like a playroom like at the beginning of the museum. Like, why? Why? Why would they do that?" And that was it. I was so devastated. Oh my god. We have one in Utah. We we take the kids too. It takes like forty five minutes to walk there. Good. We're going to that, Dan. Yeah. All right. Like we took the kids. Ugh. It takes forever to walk through. Like you're walking through. Like you've got dinosaurs on the walls and you got all Good. these like, crazy. That's cool. That's what I was expecting when we went to that. Yeah, but like, didn't we pay like twelve bucks a person or something no, ridiculous? It was like four or five. No, dollars. it was like twelve dollars or something. Yeah, it was like ten for adults, or twelve. But not for the kids. Yeah. Well, but for... yeah, but still, that's like twelve dollars of my time for like five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was I'm really so sad I didn't get to go because I was sick, and then I wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> Dan was like puking his guts out, and I was like, "Oh, poor Dan." I was like, "I'm sorry, He's I really want to go." The adventure of a lifetime. And then you're like, "No," I was like, "All right." Oh, I was so sorry, mad. I, I think I was the only one pissed about it, huh? You're pretty. You're pretty. <sighs> you're Everyone pretty was livid. like, "Yeah, it's whatever." You're you know, the kids upset. are like, "Whatever, we got a playroom," and I'm like, "This is bull crap." <laughs> <laughs> All I was upset about was. Big Bear World was still closed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we only go holiday. down to holiday, and every holiday we go, they're closed. They're closed. Oh, so good. Because we always well, remember we to go. An, an, an ornament, an ornament, an ornament amount of fudge. An ornament. Ornament. We ate like three pounds of fudge over yeah, Thanksgiving. Oh, you I did? Some of that fudge. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty good. It's such good fudge, and it was a new discovery. Yeah. Like, we just found out about it, and it was just someplace downtown. So it's like a floral shop, like right next to Big Burger World. Was it? Oh, yeah. It was in- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've seen that place. Mom was way into it. No, <laughs> Big Burger World is the hidden gem of like Canyon City. Yeah. Florence. And she won't, she, I think. Um, that lady is super cool. Regina Mizzarelli. Yeah. She's awesome. She She's she catered cool. our open house for free because she was one of the first people I knew um, that I told that we were married because I couldn't hold the secret in, you know? So I was like, can I just tell you I'm married? And she's like, oh my gosh. She's like, when's the celebration? We'll totally cater yeah. it. And she like gave us all this food for free. She catered like, was there like a like a, like a a broccoli salad? Yeah, there's there like was a like, salad mix. 
There was a salad mix. There was like vegetables. There was Two a, different pans of, of pulled pork. Yeah, sandwiches. She just like, like there you everything. go. No, she's like, a saint. What? Yeah, it was super uh, nice of her to do that. She's legit. Anyways, yeah, Big Burger cool. World's where well, it's at. Plus, plus, Big Burger World has like legit burgers. Yeah. They're so good. Yeah, yeah they're, they're pretty good. Go to Big Burger World if you don't know what Big Burger World is. Yes. If you ever find yourself in Canyon City, Colorado. Sorry. Yeah. For any reason, go to Big Burger World. And cross your fingers and spit that it's open. Yeah. What? Cross your fingers and spit? Yeah. What is that? That's a saying. Didn't you know that? It's like an old Indian ritual. Yeah, if you're buried in an avalanche. Really? Yeah. Is it too loud? loud? No, this is very obvious when you tap. Oh, really? Duh, Dan, stop tapping. Alright, tell me when you. No, please stop. This is (laughs) at what decibel level? Did you know? I'm glad you have those headphones in though. Or else it'd be tapping the whole time. Like, what is going on? Oh my gosh, stop it! All right, what else? What else do we know? Yeah, what what other facts do we have? Yeah, throw one. No, I just I want to say, one. like, that was just so, just talking about Thanksgiving, that totally threw me off guard when you threw a handful of mashed potatoes at me for to catch. When you guys were playing catch with the potatoes. Everybody knew what that was but yeah. you. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I thought you were, like, throwing around a roll because they were, like, throwing around, like, <laughs> oh, a white thing, like, a handful of white. <laughs> we had a wad of mashed potatoes and they we were would tossing. take a we bite. <laughs> because... Only in the tingy house is it an acceptable activity to throw a wad of mashed potatoes around. We were playing hot around. potato. And Missa walks in, oh cool, what's this? Yeah, pass like, it to oh. me, and it was like, crush splat, and I was like, oh my gosh! And so I took a bite, and I threw it back, and it was all good, but that was like such a surprise. Yeah, I don't know how this started. Totally unexpected, but that was fun. Oh, yeah. somebody like dipped into the mashed potatoes, and then we are like, oh! You know what's really funny? You know what's really funny? Around. I think it was Okay, I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way. Ah, uh, you probably oh, should no. then. Nope, nope, don't. Uh-oh. Well, now What's you have on? to. No. I was just going no. s- nope. to say the tingy kids. Run, run interference. Run <laughs> interference. Kids. I don't know what you're going to say. Are the kind of kids that my parents are like, they can't come over and play anymore. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> oh, I'm proud of around. that. But that honestly. was totally John who started that because I remember standing there and I was like, just do it, man. Just scoop a big handle out. Just take a bite. Just do it. And then he did it, and then he passed it, and that's how it started. I remember that. No, that's really funny. <laughs> that's rough. Here's here's there. one from Missa. Okay. A human will eat on average. No, you're gonna say, did you know? Did you know, Thank Missa? You. <laughs> yeah. That well, a human will eat on average seventy assorted insects and ten spiders while sleeping. No, oh, yeah. that's not real. It is real. They just said that it wasn't real, though. Is that oh, real? Really? I don't know if that is real. No, I know that onion? you can eat. I, know I don't you eat care. Bug parts <laughs> because there's actually like an acceptable limit of bug parts that are allowed in cereals. One hundred percent true. They have like inspections. Oh, weird. In cereal plants, because they yeah. a lot of it is like corn and wheat, right? Don't ruin cereal. For I'm the not. I'm just saying family. that, like, in each box or each batch, they are allowed to have a certain bugs. yeah of like mm-hmm. bug parts. This is like the main food source yeah. of teas. There was a movie that has the guy who plays Captain America. He did this movie. It was on Netflix Chris where Pine? Snowpiercer. Yeah, it was a snowpiercer where they're just eat yeah. where they're live on a train. Yeah, and they're they're and like they're, they're protein bars. Or they're just, just like these jello cockroaches. Yeah, they're just drowned up cockroaches and just eating jello these like yeah. jello bricks. Oh my god, they're like, the like almost one hundred percent protein. I mean, that snowpiercer is a great movie. I like that movie. It's it was, crazy weird. Uh, there's a it's pretty sci-fi. There's this pretty awesome conspiracy theory that the snowpiercer, the guy in snowpiercer, mm-hmm. is uh, the kid that takes over for Willy Wonka. Like what? a continuation. Yeah, there's like this crazy theory that connects Willy Wonka to Snowpiercer. Hmm. And like the, the actual story is like really interesting about like how it all ties together. Wait, so like it I was Willy Wonka and then Snowpiercer or the other way around? No, so yeah, so Willy Wonka and then the kid comes in and takes over, mm-hmm. right? And then William or whatever his name is, right? Yeah. And then he, after he's taken over for Willy Wonka, he like builds a train around the world as like a whimsical thing. Um, and then, you know, then snow that's, Pier- that's what the- Snowpiercer is based off is this train that runs around the globe. Oh. And then it's all like this theory about like how he would know that the world was going to get ruined. And like, cause Willy Wonka was like super smart, right? Like the stuff he was building in the Wonka factory was like, you know, yeah, it was crazy and whimsical. Mm-hmm. And there's parts of that in Snowpiercer. Like mm-hmm. you see these little parts of the whimsical, like the sushi they eat and like the, the different yeah. parts of the the thing hmm. is very Willy Wonka. Is that still on Netflix? Maybe. What Snowpiercer? Yeah. 
I don't know. I watched it. It was a long it. time ago when I saw it on Netflix. I thought it was an indie movie, and then I realized like halfway through that it's like the guy with Captain America, yeah. Chris Evans. Is that Chris Evans, yeah. yeah. I was like, wait, is that Chris Evans? Like, what the freak? Like, I thought it was just some weird indie movie, and yeah. it turned out to be like a legit blockbuster film. Yeah. It's a great show. Snowpiercer is like hella weird. But yeah, so the, so the world well. freezes over. Everything's dead, and uh. the only way they can live, the, the last few people are on this train... And the people in the end of the train are like the just like the poor urchins of the world, what's what's left of the world. And then mm-hmm. the farther you go up to the front, it's more richer and wealthier. Oh, There's gotcha. like a whole conspiracy. Oh, and then the girl, uh, yeah, what like was the wicked the... girl that in the very beginning she's like announcing stuff and mm-hmm. she does the all the stuff. She's like the one the girl that fell into the, or she's the girl, the snotty girl on uh, Willy Wonka. Really long and really it's long a crazy theory. I'm gonna send it to you because yeah, it's like that's interesting. It's a really good theory. I'm pretty sure Thomas spends way too much time on Reddit. I, it, I didn't <laughs> read this on Reddit. I just read it on. Oh, somewhere. you read? Oh, I read it. You read it? Get it? Wait, I, there's something I want to clear up first. Go. Ruined. Ruined. What? Everything's ruined. What's ruined? What? <laughs> Say ruined. <laughs> ruined. Ruined. Thomas likes to say ruined. Ruined. He ruined it. He ruined it. My ruined dad it. Says, oh, it's ah. ruined. It's ruined. It's ruined. Ruined. It's R U I. Ruined. Have you Have you ever seen? You know what? Um, I think Mike, I've said movie, that too. My cousin Vinny. No. So. Oh, that's a good show. That's actually a really good movie. Um, it has uh, Joe Pesci. And the Karate Kid's actually in it, but he's older. Yeah. But yeah, it's basically these guys from New York, from like, like Queens, strong New York accent. They go down on a college vacation trip to the South, and then they get arrested, mistakenly for robbing these this shooting the clerk at a convenience store, and so they have his uncle, his cousin, his cousin Vinny comes down to be the lawyer, and he's like failed the bar exam like six times he's very new york very new york and he goes yeah these two utes here and he goes utes he goes youths <laughs> sorry to the judge utes. and he comes in with like a leather jacket you know it's it's a pretty good show yeah very a lot of swearing place. but it's a good show no that's good it's no but Thomas i think notorious for that kind of stuff going back to your fact though i think that's false the bugs? Yeah. Why? Maybe the spiders part, but definitely I don't remember. The definitely parts. the spider part because there was something where they like I read somewhere or something. I didn't read the full article, but they just proved it because spiders are very aware of vibrations and they're noises. just not going to climb down yeah. your throat and be like, no. "This is a warm, wet spot." Yeah, no, like yeah, because you're breathing, and so like they it freaks them out, you're and they're wet. like. Mm-hmm. My mom's friend when I was a kid and I live in California, she used to scare me by saying that if you look in this lady licked an envelope and a cockroach laid eggs on the sticky part of the envelope. And so after a while her tongue started to grow and pulsate <laughs> with this like egg half egg, half hey, half cockroach egg, half oh tongue thing. Gosh. And then they hatched and went like <laughs> Ew. Crazy. I was a little kid, man. Yeah, it was way terrifying. Uh, some yeah. some kid just died from a tapeworm in his brain. Oh, <sighs> F. What? Yeah. So if you're in like third world countries or whatever, yeah. and the pigs like get mixed in with human feces essentially. Like oh you don't gosh. have good sanitation. You can get tapeworm into your... Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, sense. so you eat it, it gets into your bloodstream, and then it goes to your brain, and then it lays eggs in your brain, no. and you get, like, cyst. Oh, that's and there's, awful. like, no symptoms. Like, you just get confused. Oh. And then they did, like, an MRI, and they were just, like... Oh, my God. Full of them? Or yeah. it was just one? It was just cyst. It was, oh, like, man. where the, the eggs hatch and whatnot. And it's just, Jeez. like, his whole brain is MRI. It's just, like, dotted with all these... That sucks. So it's, like, gory conversation. Yeah. Well, did you hear about the woman? I think she was in India. I actually don't know. But she just had... She had a baby. And then she had two more babies that she didn't know she had. Did you hear about her? She had two uteruses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So she had one was baby... Was it in India? Um... No, it was in Bangladesh. Bangladesh. So okay. she had a baby a little bit early. I think uh-huh. it was a couple of weeks early, and then like twenty days, twenty six days later, had she had babies. Twins. But yeah, because they didn't do since. ultrasounds or anything. Yeah, because so. their prenatal care doesn't usually involve ultrasounds unless mm-hmm. there's some kind of 
yeah, like not high risk. Available. But two yeah. uteruses, that's oh crazy. my gosh. That's actually not, I mean, yes, it's uncommon, but there's actually quite a few people that have, um, because I, it explains in the article, but the way that your body grows a uterus is that it has your fallopian tubes come down and it has two chambers and the chambers as you're developing fuse. Mm-hmm. And then some women even though they fuse, like, the middle part doesn't dissolve all the way. Mm. So they have to go in and do surgery so that they have just the one uterus that's functional because huh. otherwise you can't carry a baby because it's not big enough uh-huh. because that um, piece in the middle doesn't stretch like it's supposed to. Huh. So they'll take that out. And then sometimes it's just heart-shaped. Like, my uterus is actually a little bit heart-shaped. Mine is too. And that's fairly common because mm. you have the two saying? things. <laughs> I almost said so is mine. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's actually cube. You know what? <laughs> I I honestly want to do like another podcast where just all the ladies sit down and talk just about girl stuff. Yeah. Women's anatomy. Only the other girls yeah. will listen to it, so it'd be pointless. Why? Do I not know no women's way. anatomy? Do you? I do actually, Missa. I don't know. I've read a book on it. You did? Oh, tell me. I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. So many people don't. Get off of me. A lot of even women don't even know their own anatomy. A, well, we also know a lot about it because... Black. We also know a lot about it because when you do in vitro, like you learn so much about the human reproductive system mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't even think about. Yeah. You know, like the point in your cycle and like how everything works and... Like, all the crazy stuff. No, like, the female body is kind of insane. It is. And the amount of things that have to go perfectly right to have, like, a healthy full-term baby Mm -hmm. is insane. And the fact that it happens more often than not is a miracle. It's a miracle. It really is a miracle. There's so many things that could go, like, terribly Mm -hmm. wrong. It's just amazing. But they most of the time don't. It's so complicated. And there's not, like, some, like, your body just knows, right? Like... The, the cells just divide and do their thing and it's like this whole oh my gosh like a tiny little imp two cell well even just being alive like as a human not even as a growing like this is crazy like like synapses are going so quickly that i'm able to form thoughts and speak right at that moment you know like it just it blows my mind if you think about all the middle school things that are going on right now in order for me to speak and move my fingers like this you know it's just it's true. Yeah. So many chemical processes. No, the human body is just Electrical insane. Current. I kind of want to do like study human anatomy just to know about human anatomy. I've read probably thirty neuroscience books. They're the best. I love neuroscience. Oh my gosh, that's cool that you you did that. I saw a brain, like a real human brain, once in college, and I almost fainted. My aunt brought one home in a bag <laughs> once. What? I saw one. A human brain? Uh-huh. So my aunt. Um, is amazing. She was a double major in mechanical engineering and pre-med. Uh-huh. And when my family lived in Ohio, she was going, to, she was working at, like, the, at Ford. Mm-hmm. The motor company? Ford. Yeah, I'm trying to think if it was that, though, because my grandpa... They had an accident on the line. She didn't want to waste a good specimen. Yeah, I'm Tommy. getting to the point. <laughs> you settle but down, But I appreciate though. that you're willing to wait for me to tell the rest Sorry. of the Sorry. Sorry. I'm getting tired. Anyway, she worked for the audio industry for like seven years and then ended up going to medical school. Mm-hmm. And um, one day just brought home like a brain specimen That's and it was a block. That's so insane. Yeah. Speaking of brains, um, did you know that at brains. one point psychologists actually didn't believe in love? They didn't think it was a real thing. Yeah. Ha! No, you didn't know that. You paused for a really long time. You did not know that. I was trying to remember the book I read it in. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. Right, they talk about it in Homo Deus. Yeah, because they they would actually they would actually tell parents that you shouldn't pick up your baby, you shouldn't cuddle them too much. They were they were afraid of loving, quote unquote, loving too much would be detrimental to the development of your child. Yeah, and it was like which is insane because it's oh, yeah. literally the most important thing you could do for your. But child. here's the thing: it was like in the yeah. Well, now they know that, but like back in the 19... It's 100% necessary for development. Yes, it is. Back in, like, I think it was, like, the 1940s, whenever they were just discovering what caused what causes um, diseases to happen, all they could find, figure out was that um, the kids in hospitals who were picked up the most, you know, this is before they figured out bacteria and stuff, like, could, you know, be passed around. They figured that the kids who picked, got picked up the most got sick the most, and so you had pediatricians actually telling their parents, like, don't pick up your kid. Which but, is crazy because, I don't know, I can't even imagine. Like, no. I literally, when Ivy was born, 
I probably carried her and the twins too. Like I didn't hardly use a stroller. Yeah. In fact, we haven't used a stroller in no, forever I because that. I just carry them. And I don't just like carry them in my arms, but I just strap them to me with a ring sling or other baby wearing contraption because there's so many. So children, especially of um, human beings and like monkeys and other species in that kind of genus, mm-hmm. we are meant to have what they call the fourth trimester. Mm-hmm. So essentially you have three trimesters of carrying your baby. Mm-hmm. And um, when they're born, they're actually not all the way... Like, obviously, our kids don't come out of the womb being able to care for themselves. Yeah. And so there's actually the what they call the fourth trimester, which, yes, I realize that tri is three and <laughs> putting I four at the beginning. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> but gotcha. um, for essentially the first, like, three or four months after they're born, carrying them is, like, necessary for the development. Yes. And so yes, when yes, you yes. put a baby down and they cry and you pick them up and they stop, that's training you that when you pick them up... It's better for your baby because yeah. they're not crying. And so they have just recently been doing a lot of research into this because kids crave and need to be close to their caregiver all the time. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, like, developmentally, like, obviously, the closer they are to you to, and to nourishment and to care, mm-hmm. the better off they're going to be long-term, right? Yeah. But it also helps with a ton of, like, brain development. Oh, yeah. And, it's so important. Like, well, and Everything. then people who, like, reactive attachment disorder is, like, a thing when they don't form that bond. I mean, mm-hmm. this is how you get your... Serial killers. Yeah, and your psychopaths, basically, because they don't know how to feel empathy and emotion to an extent. Not saying that everyone becomes a serial killer, but it's so important to have that bond so early on. The babies will actually die. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're not yeah. attachment, they'll yeah. just Which die. makes you wonder how many mothers or parents actually listen to those doctors I know back then then, like like, screw you doc like no my baby is crying right now oh my gosh yeah Yeah, they had a lot of and then it didn't last for very long though because I think in the 70s Harlow this guy named Harlow and I don't remember his first name but he was a psychologist and he did studies to prove that love was really necessary and he did monkeys and basically there was a wire monkey that had the food and a soft cloth monkey that was really soft. And the baby monkey would always, you know, go eat, but would spend its whole time with the fake mother that was really soft and cuddly. What was really interesting about him is that he was an awful father. <laughs> According to the podcast I listened, like he, like, they were like, oh, it makes sense. Like the one guy who was seeking to understand love the most is the one that needed it probably the most. But Yeah. Yeah, but I definitely, I was not, I was not one of those parents who was like, I didn't ever do like cry it out methods for the most part. And there's no good research behind that mentality. What? That you should let them cry it out. No. Well, no, I just mean like people sleep train and people do all kinds of different things. And I totally understand that, like needing your kid to get on a schedule and sleep. But I was never the kind of mom who was just be like, I'm just going to let them cry until they figure it out. Like, yeah. yes, they need to learn how to self-soothe, but I was never the person who was just going to let them figure it out on their own. Like, I'd rather hold them and rock them to sleep as long as they need it. Sure. So the fourth trimester, the reason why we developed this way is because there's a trade-off between brain growth and, um, like, predators, natural predators. Hmm. So in order for us to be as intelligent as we are, we have to have bigger brains, and mm-hmm. bigger heads mean more like pain and obviously complications when delivering a child yeah so like our brains can only get so large in the womb so then we have the birth and then we take care of the child up until readiness because other natural animals like giraffes and deer and stuff well like you know plop them out and they're ready to go yeah they they, can just walk they're kind of awkward when they walk but for the most part they're like ready to go and it's because they have natural predators within hours yeah Yeah, like the moment they're born like things are hunting them and so they have to have that and so this kind of trade-off occurred as we started to get more protective of our our things because neanderthals and pre- Pre- Pre-olithic era. era. <laughs> Missing yeah. those words. So there's like uh, Homo sapien, there is the Neanderthal, and before that there is Homo erectus. And so Homo erectus actually <laughs> had a larger head, and the Neanderthals had a larger head than Homo sapien. And the reason yeah. why is because they had more natural predators, oh, and so they had gotcha. come out of the womb more ready to take care of themselves. So you think, oh, so, I was going to say, so you're saying they're smarter so they than were, us? they were bigger and they had larger heads. Uh, um, anyway. anyway, so they just had to be more ready yeah. when they were Moral born. of the story is pick up your babies and cuddle them as much as possible. And if you need to figure out how to use a ring sling, I will tell you. Yeah, yeah. 
baby love is important. Anybody's having a baby, I'll So an orphanage is they'll hire nurses that their entire oh, yeah. job will just go around and cuddle or babies. There's like, like I've pick heard them up, and cuddle them. I mean, some people one. volunteer to do that too. Yeah, there's it's like just an like, older man that made the news or something because yeah, he, he would go cuddle the NICU yeah, babies. Yeah, that's so Because their parents can't be there all the time. That's so. a rough sounding job to me. Really? Go cuddle yeah. babies. Oh, well, that no, hurts not my not heart. the fact that you can go and cuddle babies, but NICU babies in particular. You're just thinking about like. I'll do it, but where are your parents type of thing? Well, it's not that. It's just that a lot of times in the NICU, like, you can't be there. Like, there's time limits. Yeah. I was thinking, like, orphanage type yeah, of thing. Orphanage oh, yeah, orphanage. Yeah, that's what, that I, that's really what I was thinking would be hard. But, I mean, it's like either you're doing it or nobody's doing it. Yeah, yeah. and that's true. Like, I'd rather me do it than wonder if anybody's doing yeah. it. Because along with that study, they found out that actually that in this orphanage they were losing yeah, children. Yeah, in Russia. Yeah, yeah. babies and were so dying. They just, like, they, but the babies that lived were like, ones because the night janitor would come and snuggle them at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they you were the only what? ones that lived. I just listened to this podcast too about a kiddo who was adopted from an orphanage. I think it was in Russia even. And he had reactive attachment disorder. And so what they the therapist did is that they basically, like the kiddo had to be by his mom 24 hours a day. Just like you would in the, as an infant in order to try and build that bond. And there was something else that they did that was pretty drastic, but in the end, it actually kind of started to work. And it was they talked about it on this podcast. It was kind of blew my mind. I was I like, mean, Whoa. in the end, in the end, like it well, took. He didn't end up becoming a serial yeah, killer. Yeah, <laughs> he was able to like he was able to not hate his parents as much, and he was able to like because um, he would have huge tantrums. By we was seven, he was throwing chairs and all kinds of craziness. And I mean, just he had no empathy. Like he didn't have that, you know, obviously in the orphanage, and so like. Yeah, they did this thing where, or they, I mean, he was a teenager and when he was starting to struggle, that was the other thing that they would, the parents would pick him up and put him on his lap and they would just like, you know, do really close face-to-face contact or look at each other in the eyes for a certain amount of time and like talk and say, oh, we love you and blah, blah, blah. Just Just to try, yeah, just as you would as a baby, you know. And so to some extent it helped, but the parents, I mean, they're like, it's a, love unconditional love is a tough tough job is what mm-hmm. they it's not for the faint of heart is kind of what the whole point was which i thought was interesting no they talk about all the time when you have a baby that skin to skin is really really important for bonding and it also helps like with your breast milk production and with babies keeping their temperature regulated better mm-hmm. and um so that's one of the things that when you're in the hospital and you deliver a baby they'll immediately do skin to skin yeah. as mm-hmm. fast as possible and they found that it even works up in, you know, like people who adopt babies who are older, mm-hmm. so like two or three years old, if you sit and do skin to skin with them, it does the same thing as it would do for an infant. It creates the attachment of you because your body picks up on like cues from their body temperature and you're sharing that space so closely that you're picking up on other things too, like your bodies are communicating. Yeah. And so it helps them to attach Oh, you know what? As little babies. Also interesting about that skin to skin is that when a baby comes, you know, comes out of the mother, mm-hmm. that a that a part yeah. of the mother is on the baby, like the bacteria mm-hmm. becomes part of the baby, and that helps the baby like fight other. That's why they like to do a vaginal birth as, as often as possible. Yeah, like for a myriad of reasons. But that's another one is that it gives them natural immunities when they go through a birth canal. Yeah, like it's crazy. Yeah, like a part of the mother is just already. A mm-hmm. part of you and is a part of you even to this day. Like you have, yeah. Like I'm looking at my arms right now. Like whoa, <laughs> mom's DNA. Is <laughs> but it's true, isn't that just kind of wild? Living in your eyebrows. <laughs> Speaking of things that have no evolutionary purpose, they also have no reason for having a mind. Who bugs? No, just humans. Have no reason for having a mind? Yeah, evolutionarily, we have no reason for having a mind. Well, do you believe in, like, the evolutionary psychological standpoint, though? No, you're saying, like, love. Like, love has actual no evolutionary purpose, right? Oh, okay. Like, we need the desire to reproduce, to produce the species, Yeah, if you break it down. doesn't actually have, like, there's no, we don't gain any evolutionary, like, But obviously we do, though. Over it. Like, we survive. Yeah, but we could survive without it. Like, if we were just automatons, I guess, yeah, we would survive. Like, most animals in the animal kingdom survive by, like, basically a series of algorithms. The mind, imagination, and all of the things that make up the mind, like, it's just noise when it comes to an evolutionary perspective, right? You don't have a reason to have a mind. You're not somehow superior as a creature by having a mind. Like, you don't survive better. Like, the drives for reproduction, sleep 
food or all you necessarily need for survival, right? So you're saying like the brain well, was just a fluke in the evolution. Not the brain, chain. but just like your mind, like your Their your thoughts, consciousness, the your complexity. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you your, think that your emotions, your emotions. You're saying that, that that and like the thought of love and stuff. That's just kind of like a fluke that just happened to be. Well, they don't know. Life. They don't know how it happens. Like it stumps evolutionary. Like yeah, even like devout. I, like, I mean, if you look at it from it. like the idea of a soul, like if you believe in a soul, like yeah. that's kind of the religious side of things, right? Yeah. Well, atheists and the religious or the scientific community don't believe in souls, obviously, Mm -hmm. but they can't answer like, what the freak is our mind? Like, what is your consciousness? There's Mm -hmm. no reason for you to have it. There's no reason for you to love or to hate or like, evolutionarily, it's not there. One of the theories is it's just like a byproduct of development, but that's kind of a... I think, therefore, I am. Who said that? William Shakespeare. Nine, no, it wasn't William eight, Shakespeare. Seven. Uh, six, it was a, a f- five. A Greek philosopher. Four. Rene. Three. Descartes. Descartes. Two. Yeah, Missa. I think if I'm wrong, <laughs> I'm sorry. Somebody look that up. <laughs> I think well, well, what do you think though? Do you, what do you think? Why, what do you think the whole reason for that is? I believe in a soul. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so. it kind of disproves almost in a way like cycle or evolution. Yeah, René Descartes. It yeah. makes it makes sense. Okay, well, here's a quote for you. Okay. Plato, behold your man. And then a naked oh. chicken. What the? <laughs> naked chicken? Yeah. Chickens are already naked. No, like a featherless chicken. Oh, I was like, what? Do chickens normally have pants where you're from? It was a, a student of Plato. He was the first cynic. Oh. He was this, like, cranky old man. And Plato was like, somebody asked Plato what defines a man, like, what separates a man. Oh, my god! And it was a bipedal, featherless creature. Uh-huh. And so he plucked all the feathers out of a chicken. And in the middle of a lecture, Plato's, like, giving a lecture. He, like, kicks open the door and, like, puts this, like, featherless chicken. And it's like... <laughs> Behold, man! Oh, and like peaced out. Dang! Just drop the mic. That was a drop the mic. Moment. Yeah, no. He's like he's like one of the world's first cynics. Like all he had was a bull. Oh, he just was funny. homeless. And uh, he's a really funny guy. I don't remember his name, but he's like famous because he was just this crazy, super intelligent dude oh, who just gosh. lived without nothing. He just like was this homeless dude and would insult people and thought people were full of crap and yeah. That's Behold, so man. What's his quote? One of the things it made famous for. I like it. He had uh, a bull. All he had was the only worldly possession was a like wooden bull or whatever. Did you know that um, uh, Michelangelo and some of those Renaissance artists that are so famous started off as plagiarists? Mm-hmm. Like that was the th- yeah. ah! I found one. Tommy didn't know. Yeah, and they yeah. Pra- practice. So that's how they got good. It's basically they were plagiarized because, so often, and they found their own style, and yeah. then they started doing their own work. Well, because the whole thing is, is like back in the day. What what century is that? I don't even know. I don't want to say it for fast work. Like Anyways, sixteenth century yeah, maybe. Yeah, around the Renaissance. Uh, yeah. Renaissance basically. Like back then, you know, they didn't have printers and cameras and whatnot, and so Photoshop, whatever. Make so this they painting would. From a house. Yeah. So if someone wanted a copy of a painting, mm-hmm. like you just need to find a great artist, and yeah, that's how a lot of them started out and then they just kind of did their own thing eventually but you know it's kind of interesting because now it's like plagiarism is so bad and like if you copy somebody's artwork it's such a bad thing but that's no because okay so when I was in Paris um we went to the Orangerie which is um an art ga- a smaller art gallery next to the Louvre mm-hmm. and um I mean, I knew this because I took art history, but it had a lot of um, Picasso's original work, like Mm -hmm. his first work when he was um, an apprentice, because he was classically trained. He was a classically trained painter before he was, like, the famous Picasso, before he made all the famous paintings that Mm -hmm. really, like, did Impressionist art. And um, I think that when you're learning... Because they were like, oh, he learned under the original masters, and the masters would paint paintings, and then their uh, students would paint the same thing mm-hmm. using all of the color theory and all the layering techniques and all that kind of stuff because you have to know how to do that yeah. to classically paint, and you have to know classically paint to know where you can like break the rules and do the correct coloring and all that kind of stuff. So you have to know the rules before you can break them. Mm-hmm. 
And I think with anyone, it works kind of the same way. Like, just because Michelangelo and Da Vinci and all these people were learning at a certain point how to copy Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that they were plagiarists necessarily. I mean, maybe they were doing it for their own gain. Maybe there was, like, a backstory that is more nefarious. But to become a great artist, you have to first imitate. You have to learn how to do it. Yeah, well, I guess, I guess, I guess they, that's like... Well, I guess they weren't taking other people... They weren't doing copies of other people's work and, and then labeling it as theirs. Yeah, so no. I guess it wasn't plagiarism. Yeah, so, but, you know, that's just kind of a... Just a word yeah. right here. I, I get what you're saying, though. Used separately, but yeah, that's kind of the point. Like, that's how they got good, is that they learn how to do... Yeah, and that, I don't know how them. else you would learn how to do that. Like, you can self-teach, obviously, mm-hmm. but... Even people who are self-taught have to start somewhere. Like most people, if you see people that learn to draw, right, as kids, Mm -hmm. they're not, most of the time, because I mean, my kids come up with all kinds of random stuff, right? But Winter will try to draw something that she's seen before. Or she'll see me draw something and try to do the same thing. Yeah, And that's just how you learn and develop your talents. It's not necessarily a bad thing. No, and I wasn't saying that's a bad thing. It's just a lot of people are really surprised by that, you know? that's not really well known or that they don't think about no like somebody everyone starts from yeah there's a developmental period where you like are experimenting and figuring Mm -hmm. it out and then you learn your own style and I think the same thing goes for like you know recording artists and yeah sure like all kinds of different artists is that you have to start somewhere and most of them will start by imitating other people like you think about like Justin Bieber and Sean Mendez and <laughs> the true classical artist. No, that's not what I mean. That's what I mean. But if you think about their success story, where did they start? They started on YouTube copying other people's stuff. Stuff yeah. like they didn't start Doing covers. Yeah, they did covers. Yeah. So, and a lot of artists get started that way. Yeah. So we're about an hour and two minutes now. Yeah, and it's bedtime for Bonzo. So you wanna? Is there any other random any facts? Any last words? Any last words? Michelangelo got started by dissecting corpses in the graveyard. Really? I feel like I heard that too. If you look in the Sistine Chapel, there's actually a bunch of anatomically like pristine like brains painted into the Sistine Chapel. Interesting. Like the larynx or like the throat of God you is know, actually yeah. I actually did see a study about that and uh, the human spine. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I remember reading about that in neurobiology. There's like cross sections of the brain too. It's not like the normal brain, like the mm-hmm. side view. Like there's all the different. Hey, anybody who's been to the Sistine Chapel, say I. I says Sam. Just me. Dang, yeah. Sam just flexed on us all. Dang. I guess she's the winner of the night. Well, I guess I'll just we'll flex just with this quote that I base. Absolutely no fact on anything. <laughs> is, in 1386, a pig in France was executed by public hanging for murdering a child. That seems legit. That checks out. That uh, checks did out. you know, <laughs> one more, did you know that a form of medieval torture was taking a casting of a pig anus and making you wear it around your neck Oh, in public? Oh, I'm I just out. think of the Judas chair whenever I think of... Like, Judas chair? Yeah. Or Iron Maiden. Oh, there's some messed up stuff. No, maybe that's Iron Maidens are pretty gnarly. Let's leave on a happy note. What's a happy note? I just thought it was funny that they thought that like a torture device was the mold of a pig anus. Oh yeah, people are weird. I think that's pretty funny. What's a fun fact? Fun fact. There are no fun facts. Tommy, what's a fun fact? Fun fact: Thomas is colorblind. It's true. Oh. There are three cones Fun facts, in the human eye. Dan is colorblind. Yeah. There, there He's more colorblind than me, though. There yeah. are three cones in the human eye that perceive color, and they perceive color. So basically how you perceive color is when your eyes receive light, uh-huh. they try to figure out how many, <laughs> how activated each of those three cones are. Yep. And when you're colorblind, the crossover points, which are normally fairly defined, are actually shifted slightly. Were you there? Did you do Dan's colorblind glasses? Yeah. I just I loved it. I can't lost those, man. I'm so upset still. You lost still. them, but I just love it when Dad put them on. Were you there when Dad put them yeah. on? And like how emotional talk. he got. And yeah, no, it's it's intense. I thought it's all insane. the people on YouTube that were putting on and being like, whoa, I was like, oh, I'm a bunch of crap. Yeah. I, tried them. I was like, yeah, I could see it. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's... 
It's uh, like, really? The world isn't this dull looking? Oh. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it was strange. Did you feel like you were living in a different world entirely? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Mantis shrimp, I think, have seven cones. It's yeah, either five or seven. Yeah, they have here. a ton. Mantis shrip are insane. I think they it's either five colors. or seven. I can't remember. How many do exactly. we have? I think they we have, have three. Like, we have, we have I the thought three, they had six, right. actually. What? Mantis shrimp. Maybe. I just know they I have considerably the more than yeah, we do. Yeah, they see all kinds we have three. of shades and That'd be colors. Cool. That you can see exponentially more colors than we do. break the sound barrier. Yeah, sure. When they punch, it creates That punch is crazy. We like mantis shrimp. Anyway. It actually creates a vacuum in the yeah, because it's it a heat so pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know so much, guys. We know we we're smart. <laughs> so we're many smart. random. We get smart. So all many the things facts. in our head. See, I knew it'd be good. I didn't even get down all my list. I know you want to talk about marijuana, but I guess we'll save that for another time, huh, Tommy? Yeah. yeah, I get on rant. I get pretty ranty when it comes to weed. Really? Like in a like you're for it or against it? For it. I get pretty ranty about weed. Dang. Okay, guys, we're gonna do Not another podcast any, someday with Tommy and marijuana, and it's just gonna be Thomas and a microphone. He's just gonna. <laughs> Let me tell you about Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Never it's mind. been it's been fun hanging out with the exercise Minute. man. We didn't hour. get anywhere close to three a.m. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. We could. Do you guys want to do another one? We no. could. Uh, Let's do another like four. Oh. Then we'll hit three out. Then we'll hit three out. So we did this thing where we uh, where we all make a noise and we make a song. Okay, go. And then there's this. Podcasting with the exercise man, exercising with the podcast man, <laughs> whatever. Um, Musa, your guest host, thank you guys for being here tonight. Thanks for having and us. Jimmy Fallon will be on your show soon, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye, I love you guys. Have a good night. We gotta have like a saying where we say like something. What do you want to say? Stay out of trouble. Stay <laughs> Sounds good. Eliminate the question. Behold, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're 4 a.m. All right. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>